and welcome back <laughs> to the Ill-Informed Podcast. Oh, 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 oh. This is a podcast where we talk about <laughs> random topics without any knowledge or reason. <laughs> I'm your host, Classic Spooky Voice. <laughs> With co-host Classic Spooky Adlibs <laughs> In a homeless man's attire Hi everybody, welcome back It sounded like um, Look at the top of his head When he goes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah man That little voice note sounds so did yeah? Yeah, I know that, I know that Yeah, that was so funny um, Yeah, hi guys, what's going on? Long time no, no, no listen to <laughs> Long time no speak to a mic. No, long time no p- put on Spotify or Apple Music or other podcast apps are available. Or YouTube. Um, we, so yeah, I, so two weeks ago, we didn't record one. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just didn't. But, yeah, and the week ago, <laughs> the, the one week ago, uh, we recorded and as I was editing, lost the lost the audio to a Adobe file corruption. So hell yeah. If I mean maybe I should still upload it, but it would just be video. And you could just assume what we're I could oh have my to god edit subtitles. I could edit subtitles, <laughs> but nothing about what we're actually speaking about. <laughs> <laughs> you edit fucking an hour and a half of subtitles of just waffle. Yeah. Yeah I could. <laughs> actually not. no I think they're getting rid of captions now. I think they're getting rid of like captions you can type and they're just keeping their auto generated ones. Because look, you, does it still pick up? Yeah, so it does the auto generation, even if there's no audio. No, of course not. Oh, um, but you know, like people used to make videos without speaking and then just put shit in the captions. Yes. Um, but also people could like write their own captions for videos that aren't even theirs. Uh, yeah, they don't do. They, they, I think they're removing that, or they they have removed it oh, on YouTube. I'm not too sure. Um, happy Halloween! It's Halloween Day that this is up being uploaded. We normally upload on Sundays. But hey, I thought if this is going to be a spooky podcast, why would we upload it a day after Halloween? That wouldn't make yeah, any sense. Makes sense yeah. Trying to get that Halloween clout. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but I've seen like, what's what's your like usual like? Do you do do your family do anything for Halloween? Not really. Do they decorate the house? Not really. Outside the house? No. Uh, I think, neither. I think I've been trick or treating twice. Neither. Um, yeah, me too. Well, I haven't been. I haven't been trick or treating for about six years, six seven years yeah, now. Never mind. Um, but something I've noticed. Should we just fuck it off and go this year? We could. <laughs> just go trick or treat as as go adult. on the first of November. We'll go. We'll go as um, Jake and Nathan from the Alien Form podcast. Yeah, everyone will know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> where where the Alien Form merch locally, coming soon? Locally known, nationally respected. Alienform dot store dot not invented yet. Dot net dot org dot net dot co dot u slash us confused dot com. Well, <laughs> why are you why are you repping confused.com for? Hmm? You want your car insurance? Go to <laughs> put, put code illinformed at <laughs> confused.com for like 20, 20 fucking five quid off. Hell yeah. Fuck me, is that it? 25 quid. <laughs> yeah, to spread across the the 12 months. So it's like two, qu- two quid a month. Two pound a month. Yeah, two pound five P a month. You're you're welcome. Um <laughs> Yeah, so but I what I've noticed, and I don't know whether it's it's down to COVID, but I've noticed uh, a lot more of the houses on my street and and just kind of all over have just started decorating, and they they've never it's never been like this before, but they've decorated the outside of the house and stuff, 
And I don't even think Halloween's big over here, really. It's big for children, but like over in America, it's massive, but it's not as big it's here. Big, it's big in, depends what town you're in. Okay. His eye wade is always full of it, isn't it? I wade is like <sighs> fucking, fucking full of them. Fucking full of them. The, the weenies, the Halloweenies. Halloween nonces. The weenies. <laughs> I like that. The weenies. The weenies. The, um, it's all like new build estate and it's all like a big maze driving around it. Like you have to know your way around it if you go through the new estate in Iowa, didn't you? Mm-hmm. So it's like walking through like Thorpe Park or something on Halloween night. And this this one's a Saturday as well, so it's, it's Thorpe be... Park, but instead of rides, it's just one slide in a wet park. Yeah. I mean, still could be fun. Socially distanced park. Um <laughs> Thorpe. What would you, whenever, if you have kids, would you ever, like, would you, would you take them out for Halloween stuff? I think I'd do it for like, maybe like four or five years and then I'd just stop. I would. And I'd massively overdo it every week, every year. Would you? Every week. I'd spend like. It's Halloween every week. (laughs) I'd spend like 300 quid on a costume and I'd be be like the coolest dad. (laughs) Fucking hell. I'd, I'd, I'd like, I'd make it as shit as my experiences were. Um, I'd make I'd I'd buy like the most realistic Among Us costumes. <laughs> nice. How'd you like Among Us? Because you played like last week, didn't you? I think I prefer watching it than playing it. Do you reckon? Yeah, because I I mastered it by the end. You weren't there by the end of it. Oh yeah. No, I joined for one game, and because I was watching a film with Kaylee, uh, I couldn't join the the, the Discord, so it would kind of ruined it because everyone would <laughs> come yeah. and vote, and I, and then nobody would say anything. No. I'd be like, right, I'll just guess. I don't think I voted exactly. for you once because no. <laughs> just because, just because. The um, no, after I'd um, after you had gone, uh huh, I warmed up to it because Louis kept killing me. And yeah, yeah Louis's good. Louis's good. He's not good. He just aimed for me first. Like he never won, but he just no. got me first. Or he'd go, vote Jake out. I saw him vent, and everyone would go, okay. I'm like, are you fucking joking? I got imposter twice, I think, and both times were with Shannon, who has never played the game. I had no idea what she was doing, and I dragged her to a win the second time round because <laughs> I got voted out quickly in the first round, and then she like played dumb right to the end, and then she got voted out. And I dragged her by the scuff her neck to a win the second time. Nice. Round. It got right to the, it was the last five and they were voting me and Amber out and it was me and Shannon. And they were like, yeah, it's definitely Jake and Amber. Yeah, we'll, we'll vote Jake first. And I was like, wait, you saw fucking Mia walk off with Amber and then Mia's now dead. Why are you voting me off first? It's obviously fucking Amber. I will take the loss if I've got to go, but do Amber first. And they went, okay. And then me, yeah, then me and Shannon won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been getting into like when when we played last week. I just we just get into massive um, shouting matches, and it's it's kind of whoever comes out on top is whoever can, can shout the loudest, yeah. loudest. Um, and that's where I come in clutch. And I I find <laughs> so what Sam does right every time if he gets caught killing someone or venting or something. It's just big Sam, is it? Yeah. What he'll do is he'll. It's the, the other person will obviously report the body or something mm. and he'll go, I just saw Sam kill this person. And Sam will go, no, I just saw him kill this person. Uh, and it's basically, yeah, whoever can shout the loudest wins. Brilliant. And I, and I basically took his, his method uh, and pit it, pitted it against DB. Uh, and I think they voted DB off and I, I fucking won solo. Certainly yeah, but imposter. DB's not one good. to shout, is he? Though he, oh fucking, you have no idea, fam. How is he? Maybe not in Warzone days, but he shouts like crazy in Among Us. Have you played the new Warzone? 
The zombies one? Yeah. No, no, no. I've, I've, I've uninstalled the game, bro. I haven't, I haven't played it either, but Jonathan at work was showing me a, a clip of it and I was like, it's kind of cool. It looks pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I kind of, I regret uninstalling it um, just for that mode, but it's definitely not something that I would play a lot of. I've, I've kind of gone mainly to, to Overwatch now. It's the only game that I'm, not the only game I'm good at, but it's the best game that I'm best. No, it's the, it's the game that I'm best at. Um, I've started playing FIFA all over again now. No, yeah, of course you have, bro. You do that every year. No, because I wasn't going to buy it this year and then, um, kind of what happened. I was watching, I, I was watching someone open packs on, on YouTube. <laughs> wow, this looks fun. <laughs> basically. <laughs> and they were, they played career mode, which is free. It's an offline game and it's got like all the, so if, if basically, if last year a couple of 17 year olds came through the ranks and they're like, now really good they wouldn't be in the FIFA I have now because they've only just got good enough to be in the game mm-hmm. so to get like the right players at the right clubs and the right potential because you can grow players to like be the best in the world but if it's if it's like a 17 year old that was shit in FIFA 20 but adds great potential in FIFA 21 I have to have FIFA 21 and I was like yeah I'll just download it for I'll buy it for um for career mode and I just won't spend any money on it and then mum went and got a Wi-Fi booster <laughs> which means I can I can now play games without any lag, which is brilliant. I was watching I was watching YouTube and playing FIFA, and neither of them were buffering. It was brilliant. It was like being in like the twenty first century. It was nice. Great. And um, streaming's next, bro. <laughs> Jake's gonna take imagine, the Twitch. Imagine me streaming, bro. I'd get bored. So I'd have twenty minute streams. And go, yeah, I lost. Is that, that what game. you do then? Is that do you, do you only play like twenty minutes and then like fuck it? One it one fever game online is like. Anywhere between fifteen and twenty-five minutes, uh-huh. depending on like how many goals are scored and how many times he wants to fucking pause it. But um, <laughs> uh, like if I, I play, I never play like two, three games in a row. Like finish a game and then go call next one. I play one game and then I'll sit on my phone for twenty minutes and I'll play another game and I'll sit on my phone for twenty minutes. That is definitely something you have to you have to do. Mm. You could easily do. You could probably do that if if you decided. Oh, this is all hypothetical. But if you decided to go to streaming, you could you could definitely do. Uh, you know, a game and then have a 20 minute break by just talking to chat mm. and, and stuff. That's yeah. what I, that's what I like to do because um, for, for competitive overwatch, you need to queue up for games and depending on what roles you picked and how many people you have in your party, it could take anywhere from like three minutes to 10 minutes per, yeah. per in the queue. Um, and then the games kind of look similar to, to FIFA 20, 25 minutes. Um, and so, yeah, it gives me, give me a chance to, to, Talk with the the chat and and you know have some have some good yeah. social interaction as as well as just not playing constantly because I agree mm. you can get bored pretty easily and you can um, yeah get you know get burnt out yeah. fairly easily by just fucking like playing your ass <coughs> off. I um when I first buy the game I always sink a fair bit of money into it on like the first day uh-huh. just get myself off the ground so I'm not that shitter with a shit team I've got like a decent team and I got home. Saturday night, yeah, Saturday night, and there was like a new Halloween promotion out. So basically, if a player was really bad at shooting, they just boost his stats fucking loads so that he's really fucking good at shooting. They're called rule breaker cards. So like a player that's really slow, they've just whacked him up, and made him as fast as they possibly can. Like it's, it's like fun and like arcade. Sonic. And um, and I spent more money on it, and I've now I now feel like I've completed it. You've like, completed FIFA 21. At the minute, Bring yeah. on the next one. I had, I had like a good 40 minutes where I packed a legend, which is basically players that don't play anymore, but they have a card about when they played. 
that's how good they were. Right. And like selling it like a minimum of like three, four hundred thousand coins, which is nuts. And then like five minutes later, I packed the best player in the game. Like just the highest card you can get, well, Messi. And I was just sitting there on my own and I was watching it go and I went, no, this ain't real. I was going, no, it's not Because me three years ago would be like calling Freaking you. Freaking out. And, yeah. and going, Nathan, I just backed Messi and I was going, no, this ain't fair. And I'll be like, oh, the chef. <laughs> and the fucking, <laughs> fucking, I don't, I don't really talk to anyone that plays FIFA anymore. So I like Snapchat say, and save it to my memories. It's kind of going, I don't have any friends that play FIFA anymore. Um, but I just did this. And I flick the camera around and I flick it back and I go, crazy. <laughs> I just saved it. I sent it to Nathan, one of Kieran's friends, because we used to play FIFA when we were younger. I couldn't send it to anyone else. I was like, I often do that though. I often this is shit. do videos and, and photos on Snapchat and just save them and never show them to anyone. Mm. But like just moments I want to re- yeah, remember. It's just a little bit like, wow, that's so unfair that it did not happen like two years ago. Yeah, when you when everyone like, was playing. Fuming. But I'm also like now I'm now I have to now I owe it to the game to, to gr- grind it out because yeah. that's first owner, first owner Messi. Do you know how fucking nuts that is? You could se- surely you could sell your PlayStation account for. Oh no no, it's not that rare. Oh, it's not that rare. But packing him <laughs> is like absurd considering like streamers spend like thousands a month. Yeah, and I spend like what two hundred quid. I've watched Road to Shore fucking like two hours, three hours stream just opening packs and yeah. packing packs. Yeah, they do it. They do it all the time. And I was like, considering the amount of money I've just put into it, I, was, I put like hundred quid into it and I made a million coins. I was like, that is unheard of. And I didn't sell Messi either. So it would have been like 1.8 million. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I've really, really sorted myself out here now. So now I'm sitting at FIFA like, now you have to become a pro at FIFA. Now, now, I, have, to now top, I have to play. Top 500 it. at now, FIFA. Now I have to play it. <laughs> um, you know this is amazing. I don't think you've, I don't think you've been much into games since, well, probably for like a year, a year and a half maybe. Mm. So that's pretty cool. That's really the only game I'll play. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. Changed. Well, no, of course it's FIFA. Um. This is quite off topic, but it's something I've remembered as I've lit the incense stick that you now smell, which is vanilla. <laughs> that you now smell. Now in, I is, smell a smelly smell. Which <laughs> a smelly smell that smells smelly. smelly. Um, so my friend told me last night that this ash that's coming off the incense, people actually eat. Are you going to eat it? And it's called incense sauce. And right. it tastes like the flavour of the stick. And right. I would wonder, was wondering if you'd like to eat it with me. How do you eat it? So th- do you like is, do you like lick your finger? Oh, that the ash! Oh, that's hot! Yeah, I was saying, why would why would you? Do, I thought you meant the ash in the in the bottom. Well, of we the could tray. do that. That was probably a smarter idea. I've just burnt my hand. You fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> let, me just, I, let me just eat boiling hot candle I'm wax. I'm glad I caught that on camera. Uh, yeah, do you want me to get, grab you a bit? No, I want you to eat it first, and then I'll decide. Okay, just so no, don't put it on. Just just like dab it on your tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just chuck in your mouth. Just dip your tongue on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. It doesn't taste... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste bad. Um, it kind of just... It, it's... 
I would expect it to be grainy or something, or like taste the burnt. But I expect it to taste like, like, like the perfume shop. It tasted like nothing, to be honest. What's the perfume shop? But also that lush, lush. I expected to smell like lush, but also taste like lush. But but also that uh, the, the 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 ash that's already in there is a combination of millionaire, the yeah 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 the the aftershave, um, vanilla, as well as just. I don't even know Shit. how to, to describe the other smell. Fag ash. They're just like classic incense smells. I'll let you smell it. Oh, that's the wrong one. Um, so my sister got them from India. But they just smell like like just incense. I wouldn't really want to eat that, to be honest. No. Oh, ooh. That's right. I'm back of my throat, that. Um, I feel like I just sniffed my gran. I put on like three, two or three a day. It just makes the room smell nice, because otherwise it just starts to stink. Two or three a day. Yeah, I'll say I was burn about three incense. Yeah, yeah, I, I smoke about two or three a day. Packs, uh, no incense sticks. <laughs> I eat three incense sticks a day. Um, so the plan was for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is to Ooh. read Ooh. read through spooky stories, real, real stories. Yeah, um, I've got a couple. It's, it's not the microphone. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it's. I think you're hitting your. I don't know. Maybe I'm hitting it. It's all good. It shouldn't be the microphone because I don't think that. I don't think it's being picked up. Anyway, um, sorry, uh, we're having technical difficulties. Um, so I've saved a couple. I want to. I was wondering if you'd pick. You'd do, take the first pick it, one. Pick it apart. So I've, I'll just read the titles for you. Okay. <clears throat> I went to a serial killer's lair. Okay. I, a pizza guy, <laughs> intercepted a kidnapping during a delivery. Okay. A panhandler followed me through every city, convinced we were dating. When I came, went, when I came, well, no, sorry. When I went to stay with my brother, he came to rescue me. I don't know what a panhandler is. A handler of pans. I was kidnapped. I'm imagining a guy following her around with a frying pan. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. This one's cast iron. <laughs> just dinging it from the distance, like down an alleyway, just ding, <laughs> ding, like fuck, he's here. You know what I mean, like ding, ding. you turn a corner, there's just a frying pan on the sidewalk with a cook a fried egg. There's uh, a, you go down an alleyway, there's a frying pan in half, and you're like, oh no, he's here. <laughs> or maybe it's one of them guys you know one of the strong guys that roll up frying pans maybe it's just one of them following her around <laughs> you, go, you go back home and all your saucepans have been replaced with frying pans <laughs> and you're like oh god and you try and get a knife and they're all frying pans <laughs> they're all really small frying pans um, I was kidnapped at four years old and didn't even realise that one sounds sick well obviously not for the person that was kidnapped that sounds dope <laughs> I wish I was kidnapped I woke up to a hooded figure standing over me. And then this last one just called Crazy Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. It's much like Ron Weasley. <laughs> when he's in the fucking, is it the first film? Every film goes, oh, bloody hell, Harry. There is this, I can't, is it the one where they, he goes, we'll take the lot. And then Hermione or something happens and he goes, bloody hell. <laughs> It's the long stretch that one. Bloody hell. I like I've been rewatching Walking Dead and I'm just convinced that all child actors suck. There's not there's not a good child actor out there. There just isn't. Um so which one? Which one sounds good? 
Um, <laughs> you forgot what's the one before you? last? Uh, I woke up with a hooded figure standing. Yeah, over that me. one. Okay. This occurred. Stop me if you ever want to stop me. Ask any questions or anything. I'll try and put on some voices too to make it fresh and new. <laughs> what? Okay, fresh and him. <laughs> Getting the, down with the kids. The kids. This occurred in. <laughs> <laughs> this occurred in 2017 and is a hundred percent true. Already, don't believe it. <laughs> Anyone who says a hundred percent is lying. I'm convinced. <laughs> How? I don't know. Do, when you're telling the truth, do you ever feel the need to go? I'm one hundred percent telling the truth. No, you sometimes when they don't believe me, yeah, you're just, you're, you're just confident enough in yourself that you go, no, it's true. This is a hundred percent orange juice. One hundred percent concentrate. That's a, that must be a lie. It must at least be ninety nine. Oh man, come on! There's no way you can kill one hundred percent of bacteria. Um, well, true. They like, no one ever puts hundred percent because otherwise that'd be that'd be false advertising. For anyone watching on YouTube, does anyone else open their cans like this when they can't open it? You didn't Let even, me know. You didn't even try to. Oh my god! They've already got Santa Claus on the Coca Cola cans. No, what? the whole point is the the little the little thing on the can. You put your finger underneath it and you click it open. Yeah, but you didn't Sometime, even try. I did. Did you? Yeah, because I can do it one-handed. I can I can do that and just oh it, right because I drink so many cans of like alcohol and uh, so when I can't get it underneath, I just put my teeth underneath it and well, fair it enough. Due to a multitude of factors, including a recent death of a close friend, I was unbearably depressed at this time in my life. For that reason, my family flew across the country to visit me in LA, where I live. We thought it would be nice to visit Catalina Island. When the fucking Catalina wine mixer! Oh my god, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> a little step brother reference for you there. When we arrived, it became apparent to us that it was the off-season. It was late November, the weather was cold, and as a result, the island was nearly empty because local, but besides locals and a few straggling tourists such as ourselves. Local lights at Port Ben. Our first priority was a ditch. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Our first priority was to ditch our luggage so we could explore the island. So we immediately checked into what? our motel. Just like on the sidewalk. No, they're, they're explaining right now. The sentence is not over. You've stopped me at a comma. <laughs> we don't need... Quick! Chuck it all away. We need to go and tour. <laughs> Holy shit, look at this thriving island with a, with only the locals and a few straggling tourists. <laughs> oh my god, chuck the suitcases away. There's a hooded figure over there. <laughs> it's a hooded figure that's about to stand over my bed. Throw the luggage. <laughs> um, uh, I call it a motel because all the doors to the rooms exited to the outside. But in actuality, our room was one of 20 to 30 quaint guest house looking buildings arranged in a sort of horse-shaped shape around a walkway with rooms on either side of the path. I don't know why... I mean, this is great writing, but I don't get why this is... Just tell me what happened. <laughs> get to it, bitch. The entrance to the motel was essentially one of the points of the horseshoe, and it walked dead straight. Wait, where's the... What is the point of a horseshoe? It's a circle, isn't it? Uh, no, no, a horseshoe isn't, isn't the direct circle. It's like a semicircle, basically. So, so it would be on one of those points. Right. The end, end points. Right. Um, I was thinking like a triangle, you know, point. Yeah. They've got points. If you walked dead straight, you'd reach the room we were given, uh, essentially on the corner before you have to go right. And to go further into the horseshoe, so from our room, one path led back to the street, the other into a secluded maze of rooms. I'm not really understanding. He said, stay with me. Okay. So he's he's me. literally listening. Hear he's me listening out. Along. Hear me out. They, hear me out. An informed podcast. Look, listen. I know, I know you can be, hear me out. Hear me out. After a day of exploring. Strippers that you can fuck. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> After a day of exploring and just... 
Oh, sorry, I, wor- I read the next word in the sentence. It was walk and I thought it was wank. <laughs> um, After a day of long wanking. I, I, got, I got so confused. And having just finished dinner, it was time for the cold, dark walk back to the room. <laughs> cold, cold, dark wank back to the room. <laughs> <laughs> Love, sound of a frying pan in the distance, just whacking one out. <laughs> Is that a frying pan? <laughs> It's like no street lights and they're all just like <laughs> on the walk back home in a line. A long dark wank. <laughs> what makes a wank so dark? I suppose the lights off or maybe just a black guy doing it. <laughs> Catalina. Okay. Go, go. Leave, leave me like that. Leave me hanging. It's fine. Wow, man. You've cancelled the ill-informed podcast. <laughs> Catalina Island is a decent it's a decent distance from the mainland and just and let me just say it gets dark similarly dark was my headspace after the dinner conversation took a left-hand turn and my overwhelming depression got the best of me I pulled my black hoodie tighter over my freezing ears <laughs> and walked what? back to the heads of my parents to the hotel room telling them I just need to go to sleep how do you did he just have it like above his ears then? He didn't pull it all the way down, but he had like this bit around. No, he would have had it up loose, wouldn't he? And if it was windy, then the wind would have been good. Oh, would he have tightened the hood? Yeah, he would have like wagged it. Okay. No Why? one ever. I don't know anyone who tightens the hood. That should be a euphemism for having a wank. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you tightening the hood lately? <laughs> oh, that's good, that. Yeah, right? I like popping the cork and letting the wine run. <laughs> Auditioning the hand puppet. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Wank. <laughs> I do, I do, long I like and, long and this, dark. I feel like we've had this conversation in, literally in the previous podcast. No. Not not the episode. But. I remember. I remember having that conversation in um, bog off. It could have been a bog off. I think it was the the uh, three a.m. call. I think it was that one. It could have been a bog off then. Yeah. No, it was um, Matt Balasai. Oh, was it Balasai? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Triple A wedding cake, <laughs> and I and I did immediately go to sleep. He means depression sometimes makes that easy. I was already losing consciousness, and as they entered after me, drifting off without so much as a good night, I then woke up to my mum saying my name. I harsh whisper, Jeff. <laughs> I'm, I'm adding this. I, bit. I imagine I imagine a really pissed off mum in Asda. Actually, I'll read Ethan. his. I'll read his his name. His his user is Dick three two five. Dick Dick three two five. <laughs> Dick three two five. Get the fuck over here now. No, you can't have the crisps. The room had two beds. My parents' bed closer to the door, and mine further in the room. My mum's voice cut through the silence again. Dick three two five. She sounded concerned <laughs> for me. I didn't blame her, considering my mental state at the time. Groggily, I rolled over. What? I asked. <laughs> As my eyes adjusted to the dim moonlight coming in through the curtains, I saw her face I saw her turn to face me. She was surprised to see me in my bed. Her eyes got wide. If I'm in my bed, who is she talking to? We both <laughs> look back to where she was. Let's split up and look looking. for clues. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, maybe turn on a fucking light. <laughs> I can't see, bitch. Turn the fucking lamp on. It's touch. You don't even have to press a switch. We both looked back to where she was previously looking to see a hooded figure in all black standing over their bed. I know what this is... What if it's is... just like a freestyle dancer? 
What's up, guys? I'm your entertainment for tonight. <laughs> it's like a butlin. <laughs> in a butlin hotel. Can we get some hands moving? Let's see we go. Come on, I see you clapping, Judy, in the back. Get in the fucking mood. That was bring out the Jabberwocky. <laughs> I was about to, about to say, we've got Bill the Bull here tonight. If you guys want to take a photo, make sure to catch Bill the Bull before we leave at 8 p.m. We've got three members of the previous Love Island series. <laughs> Come get a photo in our club. Unfortunately, it's Love Island Island. <laughs> so no one you actually give a shit about. <laughs> that would be a good one. Love Island Island. <laughs> just a freestyle dancer. <laughs> the colder. A freestyle dancer breaks in. Just a, just a crump at the end of the bed. <laughs> um, right, so basically the Reddit is called r slash let's not meet. So... You- I know this is Let's Not Meet, and you're reading this knowing a creepy thing is about to happen. It's in the title! <laughs> but understand how hi- <laughs> but understand how horrifically startling it is to be on an island in the middle of the ocean and wake up to see a hooded figure looming over you. This moment seemed to last forever. I don't think I'd see a hooded figure in and go, Fuck, I'm on an island! I think I'd be like, there's a hooded figure at the end of the bed. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? Is this the Titanic? Life isn't like the movies, where characters unleash a blood-curdling scream. Sometimes the only thing that comes out is something panicked and guttural. A fart. (laughs) (laughs) My mum let rip. (laughs) A horrific roar. (laughs) My mum released an ungodly amount of arse ham. Oh my god! The hooded figure continued to brap. I feel bad for Dick Three Two Five. We're just taking the piss out of his story. <laughs> Ungodly amount of awesome. My mum's words became low and severe as she said my dad's name in a dire voice I've never heard her use before. What do you reckon the dad's name is? Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Then the hooded figure did something so bizarre and unsettling. It, it dabbed. Did, it <laughs> <laughs> and it got the fuck out of there. <laughs> it pulled up a DSLR. <laughs> what up, guys? Logan Paul here. <laughs> it was wearing a GoPro. Hello, gang. What's popping? <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to spending 24 hours in someone else's room. <laughs> um. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it didn't advance towards us, but instead crouched in the corner near where it stood. The way it crouched was so absolutely unexpected, even in regards to this already unexpected situation, how did it that crouch? it terrified me. <laughs> kind of like you know, like how Jeremy Carl used to crouch when he was like nobody was listening to him, and he'd like he crouched. Oh yeah, back, back yeah. of his back of his like heels he was in the hooded figure started slav squatting (laughs) (laughs) posing for a photo with the boys um it seemed animalistic i swear to god if he's going to end up being an animal it was it was it was was a spider a raccoon (laughs) it was it was a fly it was just a fly guys i knew two things the hooded figure had to be standing over us sleeping and it's not acting in any sort of way that I can understand. So obvious. I don't speak interpretive dance, dude. <laughs> as opposed Get your hands in the air! <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome! Um, as opposed to the infinite amount 
of uh, of this figure standing over us mere seconds ago, the series of events that unfolded when my hulking ex-military dad woke up happened in an instant. Suddenly, we were out the door, not knowing which way the intruder went. My mum was screaming, Get him! Get him! My dad went running down one path of the horseshoe further into the hotel, shouting through sheer adrenaline, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Oh. I ran down the uh-huh. other path towards the street. When I got there, not a sign of the intruder, but it became I became I became dyslexic. <laughs> I became retarded. <laughs> you can't say that. Why can't I? You can't not allowed to say the R word anymore. But it, I, I guess, can't hard R anymore, is that what you're telling me? <laughs> but it became suspiciously quiet behind me. I ran back to the room to find my dad quietly walking back, his head low. He gets really close to me and I hear him say it's a fucking kid. The explanation. Some young teen, tall and lanky as I am in my 20s, wearing all black, including a black hoodie, went into the wrong room. Our room, the one time my parents just so happened to forget to lock the door. Oh, sorry. I read that sentence so wrong. Nice. I read it like there was a comma, but it was a full stop. Cool. Lock the door. <laughs> my my mum woke up and when he entered... And seeing a tall person in a black hoodie thought he was me, assumedly leaving the room in a depressive episode. And when the hooded figure crouched, that was him realised he his mistake and panicking. He was, ah, he was sit down. He was scared <laughs> of us. As I go back to my room, my mum walked out and hugs the kids, who is now crying her. Oh, who's now crying his eyes out. Uh, I would, I would be too if a massive ex-soldier who was sprinting after me with murder in his eyes. So to the now traumatized kid from Catal- Catalina Wine Island, mixer. I look forward to reading your let's not meet of this same event from your perspective. Oh my God, how amazing would that be? I'm reading the comments now to see if he did it, but I've, I very much doubt it. Um, yeah, so it's just a, it was just an accident. I've, I've, you know, I've had similar situations, not as bad as that, but I've... <laughs> I've in blue water held someone else's hand and it would not be my mum's. You're not so. my girlfriend. <laughs> this was last week. No, no, this was <laughs> this was literally the weekend. This was literally Saturday. Um no, I I this was when I was I was a young, young boy. Young, young boy. Um it sounded very specific. It could have been really bad, to be honest, because he could have just like fucking killed, you know, if it was a intruder or a fucking like a murderer or anything. Have you not seen the pictures of people that uh it's like uh, pictures scare, pictures that are scary that need no explanation or some shit like that and it will be some girl that's woken up and found a post-it note on the uh, bedside cabinet and just gone um, it says like lock your door next time all I took was a knife all I took was like a spatula or something <laughs> I could have killed you and she's like fuck well, good, good point in my house. good point all I took was the TV all I took you. were all your belongings I could have killed you Look at it on the bright side. At least I wasn't a crumper at the end of the day. I'm not a murderer, only a thief. I'm not I'm not that much of a bad guy. I'm just a bad guy. I only did this because I didn't want to kill you. Well, I'm gonna do the same to you then. I'm okay. gonna give you some titles and then you can choose one. Nice. Right. <clears throat> Dead animals in the walls. Mm. <laughs> Sounds kinda of hot. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> The hang on, the death of Elisa Lamb. Uh, the death of a leg of lamb. A lamb's shoulder fell off a three-story building this morning. 
Tune in at seven for more. Over to Gary, live at the scene. As you can see here on the floor, Christopher, we have a leg of lamb. <laughs> it is not breathing. <laughs> it is not salvageable for dinner. Elisa lamb. Not a leg of lamb. Okay, I got confused. The Watcher. What does he watch? I don't know, probably hardcore porn. Netflix. Well, see that Ben and Jerry's have released a Netflix and chill flavor. I don't know what that entitles. Like <laughs> probably come and sweat. <laughs> <laughs> condom, condom wrappers. <laughs> just lube. It's just a, it's just a type of lube. <laughs> it would be, you know. The Haunted Doll. Are they all of them? Yeah. Uh, let's go with Animals in the Walls. That, that, that one sounds the most interesting. Let me find it. Dead animals in the walls. When the breed, the the Brit Brit Zeus, the the Brit Zeus, uh, make up a different family name. When the Wheelers family decided <laughs> to insulate their home in Auburn, Pennsylvania, in 2015, they discovered day. that it had already been with scores of dead animal carcasses. Carcasses. Holy have I, shit! Have I got to click something to not? No, it doesn't look like it. Oh. Um, the dead animals were wrapped in newspapers. No, read what the Fox... Read what Fox reported. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's what they reported is that. As Fox reported, the dead animals were wrapped in newspapers from the 1930s and 40s and were among half-used spices and other <laughs> items. It's like <laughs> cooked up like mouses and that. Oregano. <laughs> and you want the nutmeg? <laughs> We got a bit of cinnamon here. <laughs> After removing the items, they sent hundreds of artifacts and carcasses to expert in Coots Town. Coots Town. The expert attributed the rotting animals in the walls to powwow or Dutch magic, a ritual originating in the culture of the Pennsylvania Dutch to treat ailments. Ailments? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. To treat ailments and gain physical and spiritual protection. The Pennsylvania Dutch were a group of German-speaking settlers to Pennsylvania in the 16 and 1700s and are often of Lutheran, Mennonite, and Amish faiths. The Washington Post notes on the magic... Mainly, many of the spells deal with care of livestock, finding water or the treatment of minor ailments reflecting the conditions and concerns of early American settlers. But powwow, I love that it's called powwow. <laughs> this Dutch magic, or powwow. <laughs> sounds like, sounds it sounds like, magic, to be honest. It sounds like a sneak energy drink flavor. <laughs> powwow. Yeah, you can have the large powwow. Um, powwow also has it has within it a tr tradition of darker spells and even such things as conjuring demons. Ooh. One notable ritual in their tradition is the hex to create loyalty in a dog. To attach a dog to a person, provided nothing else was used before to affect it, try to draw some of your blood and let the dog eat it along with its food and he will stay with you. Holy shit. It's kind of dope. It's like it's like a like a blood handshake. Yeah, but with a dog. But with peanut butter on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> the mold found on the rotting carcasses in the Wheeler's home has caused illness among the family members, and they say that the odor hasn't gone away. But they didn't know it was there before. Yeah, so it's basically it's been there for about hundred years. And then they open the wall, and they're like, "Holy shit! There's loads of dead animals in here!" And they're like. 
wife now are, you know what? I feel quite quite sick now, and I felt sick for the rest of the, for the whole time we've been in this house. But I'm only noticing it now because I, I can I know what I, it is. I want to know who lived there before and was like, "This is fine." Well, they're, they're, he's he's right. I mean, basically, they are. This, this is just the new house smell. <laughs> this is this is what houses smell like when you this buy them first, th- like dead animals. Yeah, dead animals um, in a house. Well, yeah, but it was already. I guess it was already uh, insulated. So you know, fucking deal, deal and a half. Deal. I bet, they no deal. I bet they weren't selling it as insulated, but they got, they got free insulation with that shit, boy. I want to read this one because I know this story and I actually find it fascinating. Go for it. This is the death of a leg of ham. <laughs> <laughs> Elisa Lamb was last seen on January 31st, 2013 in the lobby of the Cecile Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. She was vacationing through the West Coast, documenting the trip on her blog. What's up, guys? Welcome to welcome to day two of my vacation vlog. Today, I'm going to die. Today, I'm going to eat a leg of lamb. <laughs> a whole leg of lamb. <laughs> Today, I'm going to put dead corpses in my wall. <laughs> um... documenting the trip on her blog and checking in with her parents every day on January 31st fuck those calls stopped lamb had vanished rip lamb all I could think about now is a fucking lamb shoulder (laughs) lamb had vanished you know because I ate it like what'd you expect this is a lamb motherfuckers wrong with like nutmeg paprika it was peng um Lamb had vanished. Soon the police were involved and her parents arrived to help with the search. They had nothing. That February, LAPD released elevator surveillance footage of Lamb before her disappearance. The footage shows Lamb behaving strangely in the elevator, appearing to talk with invisible people, peering around the corner of the door, crouching in the corner and opening and closing the door. What? But what exactly is going on in this video raises more questions than answers. Theories range from a psychotic episode to demonic possession to unknown assailants just out of the camera's view. Now, I have the video here. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, man. Around that time, hotel guests started... I don't know why I started reading. (laughs) Do you want to watch the video? Tough. It's a four-minute video. Holy shit. So she's doing it for four minutes. So this is her, is it? This is her. This is Leg of Lamb. You know what? She's... She's kind of there. She goes. She looks a bit pissed the way she's picking those numbers. She looks a bit drunk. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say she's she just picked, she just picked like four floors. She's basically picked like yeah, but you're right. If she's drunk, I would uh, I would uh, do that if I was drunk. Uh, oh, she's she's stepped and she's peering as if she's trying to catch someone. No, no, that her. yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It looks like someone she's hiding from someone and she's playing hide and seek. She's hiding. The, it basically looks so like she's definitely hiding. It looks like she's hiding from something. Yeah, something she knows that something has followed. And her. then she's, she's peeking again. She's trying to catch it. She peeks out and she looks both ways. So now she's only looking one way. The second time she's done this. Okay, now she's, now stepping, she's stepping out a little out. bit. She's still like one foot in. Oh, oh, she's jumped out. She jumped out into the outside the elevator. She could just be pissed, man. Now she's doing the hokey cokey. She's in, she's out, she's shaking it all about. Now she's completely out of the elevator. Way. The elevator hasn't moved, though. Do you notice how she pressed four buttons on the elevator and it's not closed the yeah, doors? Yeah, that's true. George Bush. It's an inside job. <laughs> Jetfield doesn't melt the elevator buttons. <laughs> George Bush is behind this. She's gone. 
Where's she gone? She's just there. She's literally just there. Is that her you skirt? can see her just there. Yeah. Oh yeah. There she comes. She's come. She's going back in now. She's touching the walls if she's like dizzy. She's pressing all she's the pressing buttons. Pressing all again. the buttons again. The elevator is still not moving. She's I reckon pressing... this was an insight. Like, genuinely, I reckon this is the the hotel did something. More buttons have been pressed because now. Because why the fuck hasn't the why the fuck hasn't the elevator gone? She's pressing literally. She literally all pressed of all the, the buttons. buttons. She's now back out of the elevator after pressing the buttons. Fucking weirdo. Yeah, but the elevator is not going anywhere. She's now looking right again. She's now touching. She's now yeah. She's like move like it's like she's blind and she's trying to find like the door, the nearest leg of lamb, the nearest dead leg of lamb. She's now she's now crumping. Oh, she's b boying. She's break dancing. <laughs> oh, she just did a backflip. That's nuts. She's standing over a man and a mum and a dad. Oh, she's walked off to the left. When I first watched this video, I thought it was going to be one of those ones where like something jumps out at you on the screen, like a fake video. Still, Still nothing's happening. This is the whole point. Nothing actually happens but, in the video. Why doesn't the elevator go? I want answers from the hotel. Yeah, to be, to be fair, she's not even in the elevator now and they're still not going. No, and she's pressed every button. It doesn't just reset. It's not like there's a fucking sensor on the entrance. Let's, let's, oh, now oh, it's gone. The elevator closes. Opens. Is it on the same floor though? No, they must be all the floors that she touched. That sounds weird. Because it would still look the same on the outside. So, so we don't know. Opens. We don't know where the elevator is now. Are we going to see her again? Yeah, that's a different floor because the wall's a different colour. So, so yeah, so she walks off. So she walks off and probably about 30 seconds after, maybe 30, 45 mm. seconds, the elevator goes. Yeah. But even though she pressed it... Now I know where this is going. Okay, I, I don't. I know this, so this is why, this I haven't is why heard I'm this, excited. It sounds cool. Around that time, hotel guests started reporting weird things happening around the Cecil Hotel water supply. Oh my God, did you hear how Jake's voice went all spooky all of a sudden? Yeah. CNN reports. <laughs> ah, calling into CNN now. <laughs> the shower was awful, said Sabina Bach. <laughs> That's how it's spelled, bro. B a u g h. Bach. Sabrina. Bach. Who spent eight days there during the investigation? When you turned the tap on, the water was coming black first for two seconds, and then it would go back to normal. The tap water tasted horrible, Bach said. It had very funny, sweety, disgusting taste. It was very strange taste. I can barely describe it. But for a week, they never complained. We never thought anything of it, she said. We thought it was just the way it was here. Oh my God. She so could have gone, man, she could have made her name from this. She could have gone, uh, yeah, it tasted horrible, not very nice. Some could say, when I first tasted the water, I went, bah! <laughs> but no, I went, what bah! a dumb bitch. <laughs> On the morning of February 19th, a hotel employee climbed to the roof and used a ladder to investigate the hotel's water storage tanks. Oh God, is there a body in it? That's where the authorities found the decomposing naked body of leg of lamb. Holy shit. Whose personal personal items were found nearby. After an autopsy, her death was labelled accidental. 
What, accidentally naked decomposing in a fucking water tower? NBC LA reported at the time about the strange circumstances in the hotel's past. The tank has a metal latch that can be opened, but authorities said access to the roof is secured with an alarm and a lock. The inside job is appealing fam, to me. Fam, fam, it's the hotel, man. The single room occupancy hotel has an unusual history. Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, who was found guilty of 14 slayings at the ni- in the 1980s, lived on the 14th floor for several months in 1985. And international serial killer Jack Unterweger is suspected of murdering three prostitutes during the time he lived there in 1991, who eventually killed, ended up killing himself in jail in 1994. In 1962, a female occupant jumped out of one of the hotel's windows, killing herself and a pedestrian who she landed on. Unlucky. That's it. And so why did it tell us that at the, at the end? Just because of how much murder and yeah. shit has happened there. So still, to the, for as far as I'm aware, still to this day, no one knows what the fuck happened. And the hotel's still open. The hotel's still open. That's pretty mad. Um... Hotel's still open. They've got the security footage from the elevator, but not from the hallway or getting up to the roof or anything like that. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, alarm and lock. Uh, how the elevator didn't go for so long. Now, I don't know if hotels could actually control that. I'm not too sure. Um, but I'm definitely convinced that, that there's definitely some false um, information or kind of like uh, security that the, the hotel maybe said that they had and in the end didn't have. Mm. Um, so maybe I reckon she, yeah, I reckon she maybe she was, she was being chased from someone or she was on, she, she got laced with some shit and it, you know, it happened. Took some bad mushrooms. Yeah. Like, yeah, genuinely. Cause if you have a bad, bad acid trip or some shit, you could literally like think the world's ending and, and, and kill yourself. So it's probably been done multiple times before. Um, so yeah, I reckon it's, I reckon it was her, her on a bad trip, mm. but yeah, I reckon, but yeah, the hotel should have probably had better security. Probably. But equally, who fucking stays at a hotel that's had a fucking suicide and two it's probably serial dead, killers? It's probably dead cheap. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, Would you go? Uh, yeah. I think we should, I reckon... Next Halloween, we should go. Record a podcast in there. Taste the water. In the Cecile Hotel. Yeah. Taste the water. Eat a leg of lamb. Eat a leg of lamb, taste the water. Each. (laughs) Has to be each. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm just going to say, I would like my leg of lamb solo. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I read the Crazy Ron story? Yeah, Crazy crazy Ron leaves me with a lot of questions. I feel like... Bloody hell. if, (laughs) If we don't do this one, the the viewers the listeners are going to want to know um oh christ this one's a bit of a long one though hmm, we might have to stop halfway through <laughs> no we'll, we'll get it um over the years as a woman who has declined every proposal of marriage or conventional li- living arrangement slag largely moving through life as a single female i've gathered m- more tales of dangerous chance encounters than i can ever than i can even rattle off in a day we get it your heart stalkings <laughs> a murderer that has never been apprehended death threats actual physical assaults 
And I'm not especially defiant of common sense or rules to live by, i.e. don't walk alone after dark. I never open the door to strangers. I'm not chatty or inclined to give people I meet my phone number, even if they seem stable. Really, I'm just socially lazy. But my earliest memory of contact with a predator predates the invention of the internet when I was just a child living with my also very single mother. This is from Bad Cat, Good Cat. Bad Cat, Good Cat. Wake up as a hooded figure. (laughs) We had just moved into a large white American colonial style home across the street from a daycare center. It was the nicest home we'd lived in thus far, which says a lot about my, a lot because my mother was forever struggling to keep me clothed and fed while my father pursued his dreams of being an artist and I could afford to pay little in child support, but he did, but he did pay without fail every month and ultimately became a very successful painter and left me an impressive legacy. I'm very proud to be his daughter. Good for you, babes. I got a fucking asshole dad. So stop rubbing it in. Mm. I was excited because I had the entire downstairs level to serve as my own personal play, play play palace away with my chronically high high strong mother <laughs> my my mother's chronically high <laughs> all the time <laughs> away with my chronically high strong mother and she was relieved to be directly across the street from reliable daycare perhaps the low rent had something to do with the fact that our neighbors to the right were moonies essentially members of a world worldwide cult referred to as the unification movement the wu-tang clan <laughs> uh, a group of them lived in an upscale home a stone throws away from uh, away with shuttered windows that never opened and we almost never laid eyes on them never during the t- daytime never ever during the daytime do I left was wrong <laughs> bloody hell Ron bloody said. hell <laughs> Ron- we'll take the lot <laughs> R- Ron- oh why couldn't it why couldn't it have been like a giant turtle or something I hate spiders Ron was a middle aged man probably in his 40s a little more than a decade older than my mother bloody hell bloody hell I was seven at the time and pretty observant and stoic for a child so I didn't escape my notice that Ron was eccentric peculiar always wound up and Kind of a do- fucking weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, eccentric, peculiar, fucking weird, <laughs> weird, <laughs> bloody weird, bloody. <laughs> uh, always wound up and kind of dopey at the same time. He had the wild dark hair that stuck up and kind of fanned out on the sides, but was sitting on top, where he insisted on conspicuously combing in such a manner as to hide his physical uh, scalp. Comb over is a red flag. They're so ugly. Red I hate flag. I hate people that do that. They literally have like the singular strands of really long hair. That yeah. they, oh, it's so gross. Get rid of it, lad. Um, he wore wire rim glasses that magnified his eyes and somehow, some, somehow lent him an air of goofy harmlessness, like the fourth missing stooge. Fuck knows. When we first met Ron, who appeared in our front yard one afternoon after she collected me from <coughs> daycare, my mother's weirdo meeting. Well, well no, 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 no. He was just chilling in their front yard. <laughs> they weren't even there. They were, she, he was just sprawled out on the grass. Yeah. Lovely day for a, a nap in my neighbor's front yard. He had laid a blanket out. <laughs> He had the radio one. He had a red wine, two glasses, wine, two a glasses. leg of lamb. <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for it to come back. 
What was that? That was a loud one. <laughs> Did you hear that? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> we should watch that. That's a scary, that's a scary, that's a scary video. Um, my mother's weirdo meter went off. Beep, 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 beep. My gaydar. <laughs> he seemed over eager to be living next to a financially strapped single mother and her strange daughter. Mm. My mother was, she just defined herself as strange. My mother was beautiful by any standards. However, tall, however tall, willowy, with long, dark, blonde hair that ended at the waist and preputrately the perfect shape of tan, thanks to her very Native American grandparents that raised her most of her formative years. Really a striking and unusually beautiful woman. We I'm, get it. My, my cock can only get so erect. <laughs> we get it. Your mom's hot. All right. But troubled. Fuck. She was troubled for a lot of cultural re- reasons which left her socially awkward and gun-shy and also sympathetic to other socially gun challenged shy. individuals. It must just be an American phrase. So she gave Ron the benefit of the guns. doubt. I thought, and she would later say she thought as well, that Ron just developed a very big crush. Cock. Fast. <laughs> big. Hard on. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fast and understandably oh. it started it started with a locket a locket which had a picture of me inside of it that was the first gift what, you or the mum the daughter oh. not oh. me not me <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is Nathan from the Uninformed Podcast why does he talk like that this is Nathan <laughs> this is Nathan from the Uninformed Podcast you're very pretty <laughs> fuck off Ron get back in your house mom runs outside again runs in there's a girl in the garden there's, there's a Ron in the garden I've developed a big hard cock for you <laughs> there's a girl in the garden oh my god there's a fucking Ron in the garden that's a good one there's a Ron in the garden um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was the first gift he surprised with her calling up to the house standing outside our fence <laughs> I've got you a locket <laughs> what's, her, what's her mum's name? Uh, we don't know what's her period of Barbara Barbara you're, you're right Ron chucked it at a full pelt <laughs> throws the locket at her as hard as he can I've got you a and locket and then just really softly goes I made that for you. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, thanks, Ron. That's that's my daughter. And he goes, yeah, lovely, isn't she? And then just disappears behind the fence again. <laughs> Very slowly. Yeah, but his fingers are still there. <laughs> his, hat, his head's gone, but his fingers are still there. <laughs> he, he's on a child's slide, so he just steps down. <laughs> or he slides down. He's balancing on the slide. Did you just hear him go, <laughs> down the slide? <laughs> Yeah. He's wearing like he's wearing fucking jeans. He's, so he's, he's wearing shorts, so his skin's sticking to it. He's going. <laughs> he's going. I oh, know I shouldn't have worn my shorts. Oh. Um. It looked like an antique to us, which Ron confirmed he came across at work, and he was as he was a an uh, he was an antiques dealer. As he was a pedo, <laughs> he had pictures of kids all over the gaff. Um. My mother was deeply disturbed with a photo of me, which was obviously taken. Unbeknownst to anyone, while I was playing in the film, in the f- oh no, sorry, while I was playing, in the- I skipped ahead of a line. While I was playing in the yard, and back 
then everything was done with a 35 millimeter film. No one had cell phones or home printers, even disposable cameras. We had a Polaroid and a 35mm, and this was a 35mm, meaning that there was likely other photos of me which had been developed sitting in his house. My mother tried to refuse the gift, also explaining that she was not by any means okay with anyone taking photos of her daughter without her consent. But then Ron appeared to be inconsolably apologetic, so she accepted, reluctantly thanked him, and we both returned inside. The next gift was a large stereo system. Was a leg of lamb. <laughs> <laughs> you should go to this hotel. Um, it's really, I've heard the water tastes really good. <laughs> you try the water, it's their specialty. <laughs> <laughs> you can only drink it for the first two seconds though when it's black. <laughs> That's the secret. <laughs> don't no, go in the elevator. Don't go to the roof. <laughs> don't go to the roof. <laughs> There's a body in. <laughs> There's a body up there. There's a what, Ron? Nothing. Bloody hell. Bloody. Uh, opens a fucking. He opens a water tank and he has to pretend like he doesn't know it's in there. And he goes, Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> What's that then? Oh my God. Poor Ron just getting it. Uh, He's got a ferment, lad. Oh, I skipped ahead a bit. Whoops. And by a bit, I mean it's a fucking long old Jesus story. Jesus Christ. It's a long one. Um, stereo systems were not cheap in those days. Well, they're still not now. And this was one of the more expensive models. Ron, who always looked especially sweaty and slicky in the Texas heat, said he re- received it from a pawn shop owner he was friendly with, but had a home stereo as well as a system at the antique shop, so he couldn't benefit from it. Didn't want it to go to the trouble of selling it and wouldn't want it to go to waste when it could go to us, since he was certain we did not have a system of our own. You look poor. <laughs> I reckon he's been in the home. He was right. We had a little boom box. Well, I had one. My oh, mother had books for her writing and uh, eschewed other forms of uh, entertainment as brain rotting. My mother refused the extravagant gift, but Ron begged her to take it for my sake. And finally, she relented. Incredibly uncomfortable. She said at least she could listen to Tina Turner, of whom she was quite the fan. However, she took Ron's suggestion and set the system up in my den downstairs. The third gift was a camera, an obviously expensive professional camera, which he again claimed he got from a friend of his who was also in some sort of retail business. These items didn't look used in any way, and my mother really wanted the attention to stop at this point. She flatly refused the gift and drew her line in the sand. No more gifts. None. Period. He then got her a period. Um, She began... (laughs) She began to dread. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. She began to dread coming home from work, and I was no longer allowed to play in the yard. Despite the absence of gifts, Ron would still appear at the fence or catch my attention from the bottom window, and I would indistinctly. <laughs> go to- I just can imagine him still sit- wear the locket. sitting at the top of the slide, looking over in their garden. <laughs> <laughs> Despite, uh, but the, and I would essentially go get my mother who would cu- come down and firmly but politely tell him he was not, it was not a good time for visiting or neighborly chit chat. Ron, come here, come here. What's up, love? Fuck off. <laughs> get, get the back, fuck back in your house. My mother and father had just worked out a new visitation schedule and I was to be, I was to being, and oh, I, and I was to, to, Oh, and I was to begin. I'm so fucking dumb. And I was to begin spending Saturday nights at his house. Up to that point, I spent Friday nights there. But it was all six. But it was all six of one. 
half dozen of the other as far as she was concerned. So Saturday it was. I'm confused. That first Saturday went smoothly until the following Sunday morning when my father returned me to my mother's house and we learned something had broken. Someone had broken into the home, taken nothing and gone nowhere except the downstairs. My mother had heard them come in and quietly locked the door at the top of the stairs, which was a weird feature we were suddenly grateful for, and proceeded to hide from the intruder until he left some minutes later. I had just fortunately been away at the time because it was quite typical of me to be up late on a Saturday night listening to the stereo since there was no school or work the next day for either of us. The police told her that she needed a dog of any size and a gun. She took off the work the next day and I stayed another night with my father while she spent shopping for a shotgun. Classic American. They took nothing. I'll buy a gun. Um, at some point... I don't feel safe. I mean, I would understand. Like, I'm going to buy a gun. I'd understand because, you know, someone has broken into the home. But is she, at the end of the day, will she still hide upstairs or would she go out with, at them with a gun? Because I'd probably still hide upstairs. Oh, yeah. Because they could have a weapon. Yeah. At some point, while... T- uh, while talking to my father about the incident, the matter of the neighbours came up and Ron entered the conversation. How? When my father learned all about the attention Ron had fixed on my mother, he was naturally alarmed, especially for me, whom he worried might get caught in the crosshairs. My dad was kind of a vaguely, um, un- a vaguely emotional, unavailable man, but not an absentee father by any means. And I knew beneath his somewhat distant, placid surface, he loved me greatly. I get it, man. Your dad loves you. My mother would later tell me that he, uh, about his duality, unable to pass up taking in a stray dog or cat, but he would come home from the bars covered in other people's bloods. He had been a boxer for many years in the service, and he was unafraid of people he probably should have avoided. Something of a wild card, he never knew what he would do when it became pushed to shove. Some time went by, not a great deal, a week or two, and I began to notice Ron walking by my school often when we were at lunch recess he stopped he'd stop and say hi which no one seemed to notice i didn't mention it to my parents because i really didn't understand the true concept of child predators at that age and because ron never engaged me beyond saying hello or waving as he walked (laughs) hello hello uh, or waving as he walked along the fence. I'll call you this leg of lamb (laughs) this is just his hand above the fence no nothing else just the hand um it never occurred to me that anything untoward was happening finally one day he stopped at the fence and said i'm going to get some ice cream it's so hot out aren't you hot it was houston fucking texas even as a child born and raised i remember sweating in my shoes for all of my days and speculating about the blistering temperature with friends because so the- <laughs> you were to move in with ron next door <laughs> he's gonna get you ice cream <laughs> you're gonna like it <laughs> uh he's- uh, we play a uh, playground some days. Is, is it 120 degrees, 200 degrees? We didn't know, but we thought it was close and had o- overheard news reports of elderly people expiring from heat stroke. My father always spoke of melting Wait, into a did, puddle. Did she just use the word expiring as death? Um, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit, that is that is very horrible. Actually, that's a bit cold hide. <laughs> yeah, they expired. Uh, yeah, they're used by date is up. You can still eat them, but it just won't taste good. <laughs> Um, my father always spoke of melting into a puddle on the sidewalk and it conjured images of grandmothers liquefying like candles into an unidentified pools of wax on the concrete. So hell yes, I was fucking hot. I nodded. I really wish I could take you to get some ice cream with me. He said, sticking his fingers through the high chain link fence. Sticking his fingers slowly in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) 
while I sucked his thumb. <laughs> um, hey, he exclaimed as he, uh, as though he suddenly brained with a brilliant idea. You want to go get some ice cream with me? That was a defining moment in my child brain when it became something other, something other than simply the mind of a child. I understood that Ron had was not just crazy Ron, as my parents had Ron called him. Ron wanted to fuck me. He was sinister. His intentions were dark, darker than I could fathom, and I seemed to snap to that awareness too. Up to that point, we had been warned what adults was, who sought to hurt children would say to lure us away from safety. It was all over the television, commercials, billboards, pamphlets, police, and guest speakers visiting our school would recruit the script of lines meant to tempt us with promises of pixie sticks and bubblegum. But they never told us what happened after that, what they would actually do after dropping the bait. And it didn't need to, and it, it didn't need to know. And I, in a, uh, blah, blah, blah. an uneasy feeling crept over me and I backed away from the fence saying I needed to go. Recess was almost over. About an hour later, I was called into the principal principal's office. I was terrified. I'd never been called into the office before. Still a pretty well-behaved kid at, the, at this stage of my life. Once I walked in, I saw both my parents and my stomach dropped. My mother was visibly shaken and my fam father was pacing. I'd only seen my father angry one time that I could recall. Yet I knew in my gut that he was something... It was He was seething with anger in that moment. I knew I was really fucked if my mother and my father had to leave their respective jobs to come deal with me for something I had done. For the life of me, though, I couldn't figure out what I had done. I quickly learned that Ron had gone into the office stating that he was my father he was picking me up and he would be promptly moving to another state so I wouldn't be returning luckily my father was a very involved parent and he was also friends with the artist boyfriend of, of my teacher at the, at the time uh we often ran into them at the art supply store and Miss Curry knew extremely well what my father looked like. When she received word that my father was here to whisk me away for good, she went straight to the office to learn more. The man standing before him was clearly not my father and the staff's internal alarms were wrong. The police had already taken Ron and I'm not really sure what happened next, but I do know that at some point in the long days that followed, Ron returned home briefly, long enough for my father to find him. Unfortunately, my father is no longer living and he can't fill in the blanks at this part of the story. But I do remember he came straight to the house, looking flustered, holding one hand in another and wincing. He, told her, he did tell us that Ron would not be living next door any longer and if he ever saw a trace of him again, that my father would kill him with his bare hands. He then took me to my house for several days when uh, and when I returned home Ron was gone and police continued to move in and out of his house for the rest of the week there were no stalk stalking laws at the time in Texas and even kidnapping was a fairly new concept to law enforcement with limited pr protocols in place it was the 80s but when I had been able to piece together is that the, the, that eventually the police were able to tie Ron to a break-in in my mother's house where he had likely gone clumsily planning to abduct me and whatever they found in, the, and in his house was enough to keep him behind bars. We learned that Ron had been living with his mother, Norman Bates style, for his entire life until she died not long before, leaving him to a house next to us and the antique shop. He was not a well-balanced, functional adult and was likely psychosexually stunted for reasons I can never really know. The part that really makes me uneasy here is that Ron's plan to move with me in tow. I couldn't imagine he was actually planning to abandon the home he owned. I don't know if he was simply being compulsive, thinking he could work out the kinks after he got me in his clutches, or if he had already had some terrible plans 
dispose of me and the evidence before I was officially declared missing. My mother purchased a German Shepherd, violating the terms of her lease, and we had to move to a garage apartment across town, so we never saw Ron again. Hopefully no one, oh, no one did outside of fellow prisoners, but I expect he was eventually released back into society again at some point. But who knows? I doubt he's even alive in 2020. I suppose the most frightening aspect of the whole ordeal is that he, was, he existed in the first place, but my mother was never the target, only an obstacle. And all the flattery and the attempts to, to infiltrate her life was simply the acts of a man trying to get around her to her child. Holy shit, man. That story could have been 20 minutes shorter. It could have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty intense, though. I'm, I'm sweating a bit. I'm it's hot. You had to read it. I'm hot. You had to focus on not fucking up. Yeah. That's, that's what, what it is. is. Jinx. Ron was just trying to buzz. <laughs> Poor girl wouldn't let him. It's scary though, isn't it? Like things like that, which, because think about it. What if, his, what if her mother was a little bit more confident and actually took pleasure in Ron, Ron. you know, treating her, buying her gifts to the point where she, you know, allowed her, him into her home and it could have, it, it definitely could have gone, Worse. gone very different. Yeah. Could have done. Crazy Ron. Motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. Bloody Problem is, we don't really know how long ago that was, so we can't even tell if he's... But she said he's not likely alive, but even so... She said the 80s. Did she? She kept saying, it's the 80s, nobody has Oh, yeah, phone. yeah, yeah. So if Ron was in his 40s, he don't, he'd, yeah, he'd be 70. So no. 80. 80. No. Yeah. yeah, 80. So he might, he might be alive. Maybe. Depends if he's ever uh, smoked. <laughs> What's I got to do with it? Smoking can, smoking it, cuts your life. It over. can. Yeah. Cool. Jake, this is an intervention. <laughs> Please, not on the podcast. <laughs> um, the least way to laughter. Okay. Well, that was a, that was a fun one. I actually quite liked reading reading some stories you know I think we should do that again maybe in the future yeah maybe about different different topics or maybe even you, you just find something that you want to read off or speak about we could we could do that yeah alright um, I'm so down. next week's podcast is Jake's birthday podcast so make sure you bring, bring your party hats and party poppers bring your balloons bring your balloons oh my god I should just fill the room with balloons balloons <laughs> um we should just get licked. We should just get stupid. Do you re- oh, holy fuck. We could, you we know. Get I'm off next week. Drunk. Why are you off next week? I've booked the whole week off. Do you want to do something? Why? Uh, because I have. I had 10 days oh, left just of leave. Take. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, me and the boys are going down to pub Wednesday, but obviously there's that rule of six. So is there already six? Yeah. The Norwich group is six people. Oh, okay. Let's get fucked up here, man. You work on Wednesday. No, Wednesday is my day off. So it falls- And you can stay if you want to. And I've... I've Asked for Thursday off as well so that I can get fucked up Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Sure, let's do it. I'm getting a tattoo Wednesday. You want to come along? If you're allowed to. I need to ask him if you're allowed to. Yeah, maybe I'll come. Yeah, yeah. let me know. Maybe. Well, yeah. Well, if, I'll stay if around. We'll, we'll, just get, we'll just get pissed. We'll do like, I'll come around and I'll have, I'll, 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 I'll have to work. And we'll have a few, we'll like chug a few cans or do a few shots or something. So we're a bit like. Limber. Limber. And then we'll just keep drinking through the pod. 
I like the idea of that. This is brilliant. I like the sound of that. Awesome. <laughs> we'll see you then, then, guys. Thanks so much for, for listening along. Appreciate all the support. Bye-bye. <laughs>